Welcome to the Choosing Happiness Podcast with me, your host, Rudrani Davy, the Happiness Lady. In these conversations, we will be discussing an uncommon way to find joy in your life with weekly special guests. Did you know you could choose your happy? Won't you come and play and discover how these magical tools could work for you? Let's do this. Well, howdy, y'all. Rudrani Davy, the Happiness Lady. That's right. You got me again. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. I'm so excited about my next guest. You can't even begin to imagine. I'm going to jump into this pretty quickly here. (laughs) Rick Deitch, thank you so very much for being willing to come on on like really short notice because I've only discovered your products maybe a month ago and they're already doing amazing things to my body and other people's bodies. And they're all like, what is she talking about? Rick, without further ado, please tell our podcast listeners and viewers on the YouTube, the smart ones, uh, a little bit about you and this 20-year journey you've been on. Oh, my goddess. Uh, yeah, it's uh, more than 20 years, but thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, so uh, I like to say I'm a biochemist, but I'm a little different in the field because I'm both a pharmaceutical biochemist and a nutritional biochemist. Uh, as a pharmaceutical biochemist, I run a biotechnology company uh, called Nutrapharma. I'm the CEO and chairman of the board. Uh, Nutrapharma is a biotech company. Uh, we research primarily neuroactive peptides from venomous animals, and we focus mostly on Asian cobras. And we have uh, 21 patents, but we have three key patents using cobra venom for the treatment of pain, for the treatment of viruses, and for the treatment of autoimmune diseases. Uh, <laughs> To that end, uh, our number one drug in clinical research is RPI-78M, which is uh, a treatment for multiple sclerosis. Uh, We're entering phase two trials for that. We have orphan designation for the treatment of pediatric multiple sclerosis. Um, And uh, we've uh, now looking at uh, AMN, ALS, and a bunch of other diseases where we can use neuroactive peptides to modulate immune system function, modulate uh, pain and inflammation. So that's that's Nutrapharma. And then on the uh, nutritional uh, biochemistry side, I had the great fortune to work for the Rexall Sundown family of companies uh, when we were the largest manufacturer of dietary supplements on the planet. We were part of, we owned uh, GNC, uh, Royal Numico, Worldwide Pure Protein, Metrex. Uh, for uh, Rexall, I was the head of product development for a subsidiary uh, of Rexall, Rexall Showcase. And I designed over 50 dietary supplements. We did more than 50 clinical studies and the use of dietary supplements with the whole concept being, how can we be more proactive instead of reactive to disease? Let's be proactive mm-hmm. for our wellness instead of reactive for di- to disease. Uh, and so, uh, that's where I got into formulating dietary supplements, doing that sort of work. And in the interim, uh, after I left Rexall in 2003, I've had a a series of dietary supplements uh, that have launched into the world. Uh, The biggest one being my ZLA product, uh, which is basically micronized activated volcanic ash uh, that takes out toxin and heavy metals from the body. Uh, In that case, we've done 15 clinical studies on that product. uh, And since we first launched in 2004, we've sold over 6 million bottles of that product uh, worldwide. So we know it's incredibly safe, incredibly effective, and I'm the category creator in the use of zeolite for systemic detoxification. Can you, because I mean, I had never heard of zeolite before. So after I heard that, you guys kept talking about, I was listening to all these recordings that you had and testimonials, because I wanted to know more, more about what I was jumping into. You know, I became a distributor before I even tried the product, because 
because <laughs> I did so much research. I was like, mm, what is this zeolite thing? I thought I'd remember hearing about it in the late 70s, early 80s. But but it's not what I mean, is it clay? What What is zeolite? Well, that's a good distinction. There's actually a distinction between clays and zeolites. Clays, actually, the biggest distinction is that clays change shape when they get wet. They swell when they get wet. So like bentonite clays and things like that. Zeolite does not. Zeolite has a rigid three-dimensional structure, cage-like structure that doesn't change shape even when it gets wet. Mm. Um, so, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd say zeolites have been around for over 800 years. Uh, in the United States, they're pri they've been primarily used for filtration, for air filtration, water filtration. They're used in kitty litter. They're used in uh, in uh, 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 all sorts of, of industrial applications. Um, they're just to step back and just talk about what zeolites actually do. So zeolites come from volcanic ash. When a volcano explodes, the lava and the ash goes into water, for the most part, salt water, and it forms these crystals that have a cage-like structure. If you saw them under a microscope, they would look like little cages. Uh, the coolest part of zeolites is that they have a negative charge. It's one of the few negatively charged minerals found in nature. Because of their cage-like structure and negative charge, zeolites have the ability to draw to themselves and trap within themselves a variety of positively charged compounds. Different zeolites trap different things, and it's based on the pore size of the zeolite. Um, zeolites were first discovered in the uh, 1800s because a researcher took this powdered rock and he heated it up and it boiled. Steam came out. So, so he named it zeolite, which literally means boiling rock or boiling stone. <laughs> So the zeolite has so much space inside it, holds all sorts of things, even water. So even the dry powder rock has water inside it as part of the intrinsic uh, uh, nature of the zeolite. So there's 49 different naturally occurring zeolites. They all do different things. And there's, they, there's three families of zeolite based on the structure, the cage-like structure of the zeolite and the crystals it forms. So for example... Uh, there's a type of zeolite called spicule zeolites. When they form crystals, they look like pins, little needles. Asbestos is a spicule type zeolite. So people, when I first launched my product, I said, oh, yeah, it's good for, you know, it's good for overall health. It detoxifies. And people looked up like zeolite and cancer and they found asbestos. Your product is going to cause cancer. Well, first right. of all, we don't use spicule type zeolites and we don't breathe in our product. But if you breathe in spicule type zeolites like asbestos, those little pins get stuck in the lungs and cause mesothelioma. So okay. that's a type of zeolite. So we use a zeolite that is basically a sheet-like zeolite uh, called clinoptilolite. Uh, clinoptilolite has been used for over 800 years in traditional medicine. It's been used in the United States in animal feed. Uh, for over 60 years, but it's been using water filtration. There's even a product uh, the Army uses called Quick Clot. It's just a bag of clinoptilolite, and they throw it into an open wound, and it's so hygroscopic, it causes an instant blood clot uh, when used in, in its powdered form. Uh, so it's used on the battlefield to stop bleeding on the battlefield. So it's got so many uses. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing. There's a uh, whole societies called geophasics in Asia. They're, they call them clay eaters, but they eat zeolite, they clean up and it's for general health. And they, they're, they're long lived, they have very low incidence of disease. So we, we know this is a wonderful, it's fabulous, but what differentiates our stuff is when I first started looking into this in the late 90s, 
uh, there were companies out there already selling zeolite detox products. Uh, there was a company that was selling capsules of this in Europe, and they actually asked me for help with their product uh, to do content creation and clinical research. And I told them there was a problem with their product. The first problem is that the particles are too big. They're using uh, zeolite from the mine site. It's about five microns, to 200 microns. So it's like a rough granular sand. I said, it's too big. It's not going to get absorbed. You're just going to detox the gut. Uh, you have to get it smaller. And the second issue, uh, the biggest issue is if you looked at zeolite products in the 70s and 80s, many of them had been pulled off the market because they were dirty. In fact, there was a product in the 70s called Zetox. The FDA pulled off the market because it had a lot of mercury in it. And so they said, well, this is- I remember product. that. How can I have all this mercury? Well, that's what zeolites do. Zeolites uh -huh. love to pull in toxins and heavy metals. Uh, and so when you get zeolite from the mine site, it's full of toxins and heavy metals. It's nature's filter. When the wind blows over, when the water flows to the zeolite mine sites, it's sucking up all sorts of toxins. And so my contention was, how many toxins can pull out of your body if these cages are already full of all that stuff? And so I created a, a painstaking research over many years. We created a micronization and activation process. First, we crushed the zeolite over and over and over and over again to get a submicron with our smallest particles being about 350 nanometers. Uh, and we have an activation process where we scrub out and clean out the zeolite cages, removing all that stuff. So it has so much surface area that it pulls in tons of toxins from the body as it goes through uh, systemically, just scrubbing out your blood and your lip. That's amazing. So I, you guys, I jumped in because that's what Rue do. Um, and I started out with these three products my knee had been bothering me for quite okay. a long time. Okay. And the, my up person, uh, Debbie Sullivan, I was like, you know, I, it, it, I can tell that it's helping, but I don't know if it's actually taking the pain away or if it's just masking it or what's going on. She goes, just keep using it. Just keep using it. So every three to four hours, whether I needed it or not, or, you know, I was putting the gel on, um, I was, I was, oh, and I was spraying the inside under my tongue with this spray. I'd love for you to, to actually talk about these a little bit. And then I got sick and I had like swollen glands here. My mom had a cold and I caught her cold. She lives with me. And so I was rolling the roll on right on my glands, just like this, if y'all are watching on the YouTube. And um, I was amazed within 30 minutes, my glands were reduced in size. So I was like carrying it around in my pocket. And every time I would cough or something, because I know you can't overdose on this stuff. Right. You know, but yeah, can you explain? We've given healthy volunteers the equivalent of a 30-month dose without side effect. Say that again? We've given healthy volunteers the equivalent of a 30-month dose. What would be 30 bottles of the oral spray without side effect. So we know it's incredibly at one time? Yeah. Oh, my goddess. Well, Debbie was laughing at me because... Well, go on. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, so that's the Cobra Venom product. Uh, mm -hmm. These are peptides from Cobra Venom, uh, actually from Cobras, uh, Thailand monocle Cobras. Uh, we've been studying this for well over 20 years, but the research goes back over 100 years. There's 47 published human clinical studies in the use of these levels of Cobra Venom for the treatment of pain and inflammation. Uh, and it's actually pretty straightforward. First, a simple question. Is there any question in your mind that when a cobra bites you, it, it elicits a physiologic response. 
There's no doubt in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) We know it does. So when you understand venoms, there's really two families of venoms. There's neurotoxic and cytotoxic. Neurotoxic affects the nerves. Cytotoxic affects the cells and cause lysing in cells. So for example, if a rattlesnake bites you, you'll see the cells start to die. They'll darken. They become necrotic. Gangrene sets in. Uh, but this particular cobra, this Asian cobra, the all of the venom is basically neurotoxic, not cytotoxic. So it goes and affects the nerves. Uh, this particular cobra is very high in something called alpha cobra toxin. That's the single peptide we're really looking at. And alpha cobra toxin binds to the alpha seven subtype and the nicotinic acetylcholine receptor. It's a very specific receptor that's in the central nervous system, but also is in the surface of white blood cells. So it not only modulates signals to the central nervous system, it modulates the white blood cell inflammatory response. Huh. So it's both it's both stops pain and inflammation in an incredible fashion without side effect. Yeah, um, I mean, so the glands were, I'm, I'm not kidding, Rick. I was like, you could visibly see. My mother said, wow, that's that. That's that snake oil you're using. <laughs> bed of not snake oil. <laughs> I, I love being silly. I'm a silly uh, girl. Yeah, I'm a but snake oil like, yes! from Florida. So I, I get it twice, you know? <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. But um, yeah. okay, so you have so, Cobra Farms, I'm, I'm guessing. Because you, you have milk- an agreement. Yeah, we have an agreement with a uh, reptile farm in, uh, in South Florida. Uh, we had actually built a, a facility, a cabin on his existing land uh, that will hold up to 2,400 Cobras. Right now we have about 300 Cobras there on the milking line. Um, and he milks them twice a month, and we get Cobra venom every month uh, that we validate, lyophilize, and then use in our products. And no Cobras were hurt in this process, y'all. In fact, I believe y'all give them treats after <laughs> After you we milk them. Very happy cobras. Uh, you can look this up, you know, uh, type in Nutrafarmin, Cobra Venom. And we've actually done st- uh, uh, specials. We were at NBC News a few years ago. We were in the Spanish language show Premier Impacto, uh, where they did, a, they came to the snake farm. We milked the snakes and everything for them. They saw the production of the products. Uh, but the snakes, it's very Pavlovian because the, the snakes only have to eat, the cobras only eat twice a month. So twice a month, they're, they're pulled out of their, their cage, they're milked, and when they go back to their cage, they get fed. And so it's very Pavlovian. They know when they get milked, they're going to get fed, so they're very happy. That's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. Um, okay, I want to keep going because there's a lot, lot more products that I want us to talk about. But um, I do got to pay the bills. So yeah. I got to take a moment for our sponsor, Mandu, the electrocution workout. I know they hate it when I say that every single time, but if y'all hold on and take a listen to this little one minute commercial, um, you'll have the rest of the information. So we'll be right back. Mandu is a boutique fitness studio concept, and we are actually the first FDA cleared EMS training uh, workout. And what we do essentially is that we will have a client come in Uh, We will hook them up to a whole body EMS suit and then we perform a workout on a medical grade device called an eFit device and that device will send an electrical current to their body through electrodes in these suits that we put on them. And this electrical current is just basically stimulating the electrical current that you already have inside your body. So everybody is made up of electrical impulses. It's what helps you walk, helps you move. 
we're tapping into that and making it uh, stimulate it more to where we can cause a muscle to actually contract involuntarily. So we can actually create resistance without adding a load to the body. So that is why we, as you see online, it always says ultra low impact. It is scientifically proven. It is absolutely ultra low impact. special guest today, Mr. Rick Deutsch, and I am so thrilled and delighted because he, he created this whole amazing, in fact, how long has Avini even been around? Have we even mentioned Avini yet? Yeah, so uh, yeah, so uh, I've been making products, as I said, first for Rexall Sundown Company, then for my own companies uh, for over 20 years. Um, and uh, it was frustrating because a, a lot of the companies that sold my products it's in some way, shape or form went out of business over the years and it was never the products. Everyone always loved the products. It was always management uh, or ownership. And huh. so uh, Neil Roth, who I've known for over 20 years, uh, has been a partner of mine in other business ventures, came to me a year and a half ago and said, Rick, the problem is always ownership and management. So why don't we just start our own? Let's just start our own uh, company. And sure. so we are now the ownership and the management. Neil is the CEO. I'm the chief scientific officer, the CSO. Uh, we're uh, co-founders along with Doug Dickey, who's our uh, VP of sales. So three of us just said, let's just do it ourselves. So we founded Avini. It started in, in May of 22. So we're a year and a half old. Oh, wow. And uh, we're kicking butt and taking names. It's growing, growing, growing. Uh, we're right now just in the U.S. and Canada. But uh I got to tell you, we're uh, we're growing month over month. Uh, we have very excited distributors and a, a product line that's changing lives. And I bet I can help you get into a few other countries if you're interested. Access Consciousness yeah. is in 175 countries, and wow. um, yeah. yeah. So, and I've already got some people overseas that are, you know, I'm talking about it. And we do a lot of zooms. In fact, Access Consciousness. We kind of wrote the book on Zooms because we were doing them way before um, everything happened with COVID and all the things. And so they actually came to us and said, how are you doing these really big calls? Because <laughs> we were like, um, I don't know, hopscotching all the stuff together and translating into, I don't know, sometimes 10, 15 languages for one wow. call. So, yeah, we, we, we kind of got that science down anyway. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I never heard of Zoom before COVID. And then nobody heard. did. I was, it was so funny. <laughs> You know, I was like, I'm going to, I'm zooming. What do you mean you're zooming? Well, you know, da, 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 because I have a lot of family in Canada. So I'm hoping to get them interested as well in Avini products. Cause I know they could well, all right use now them. We sell in Canada as what they call NFR, not for resale. So people buy for themselves, but we are in the process of registering our products in Canada. And once they are fully registered, it'll be much easier. We'll warehouse in Canada, shipping will be easier. Signing up will be easier. Uh, so we'll let people know as we finish that process. Yes, we are talking about network marketing people. You can you can yourself help heal the world and make a little money. It's actually a win-win situation. And you just now finished building a, an even larger facility because the demand was getting so high. Yeah, so we were, um, for many years, uh, Nutrapharma had executive offices, uh, and then we also had laboratory space. We just uh, under 6,000 square feet in Plantation, Florida. Uh, that was our lab and warehouse. And uh, basically, I got so busy uh, a few years ago you know, getting scaled up for these products that I closed my offices because I was never there. I was always in the laboratory. Uh, so it didn't even make sense to keep the offices. So basically, during COVID, we moved everything to our lab space and plantation. And we just kept growing. And we just 
busted at the seams. We just had ran out of room in our 6,000 square feet. So we actually still had that facility down in Plantation, Florida, uh, but we just uh, moved into where I am now, 18,500 square feet in Boca Raton, Florida. Uh, and we went from having uh, one lab and one clean room uh, production to now we have a full production suite. We have uh, liquid fill, uh, powder fill, uh, tube filling, capsule filling, gel filling, uh, just unbelievable facility uh, that is, you know, ready to grow into the future. Right now, it, it's too much space now, but I know Manifest Destiny, we will grow and expand into the space over the next five to seven years. You're going to have to give me a personal walkthrough. I like yes. the book. It's very nice. I did a commercial. I don't know if you know this. I'm also a singer songwriter and I used to sing a lot of jingles. And so I did a commercial for Boca Raton. I'm somewhere in my head somewhere. I'm sort of remembering come da 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 and Boca Raton, something like that. I don't know. But which actually in Spanish means mouth of the rat. So uh, <laughs> is there a rat problem there? Now, if you look at the harbor, when I guess the Spanish first came into Florida, it looked like a rat's mouth, Boca Harbor. So wow. it Boca Raton, mouth of the rat. That's interesting. <laughs> you know, I always thought it was kind of a sexy name. And now I, now you know, well, what, you know what? In Italian, Boca is uh, mouth, because I'm also yeah. Italian. A lot of Italian is the mouth of the rat. Mouth of the raton, mouth of the rat. Raton. Oh, I hear it now. Yeah. So <laughs> this is amazing. Before you even yeah. tell people what it is, because I know some of you are just listening on Apple or whatever, iTunes. Um, this nano silver, um, you know, and I've done liquid silver before, and I always thought it was super hyped and all that. So, you know, and I kind of had a, a vitamin addiction for a while, you know, and I was just like, I'm not going to do any supplements kind of thing. I saw in the WhatsApp feed that I'm in for the distributors, someone saying that they'd sprayed this on their scalp. And I'm like, okay, well, my face is very dry, especially during the winter time, which you know, I'm in the South. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, just down the road from you guys. And um, I decided I was gonna start spraying this on my face. So before I go to bed, I spray my face. And when I wake up, and I mean, I had like peeling all around my nose and my chin and around my eyes. And I think the single-handedly stopped it. I mean, I put the lotion on over it after my face dries. I'm also spraying it at my mouth. Sometimes I muscle test for two sprays. Sometimes it's five. It just depends. A couple of times a day, I think I'm doing this. Usually one time in the middle of the night. What is this magic? Okay, so I've never really been a fan of silver. So just so you know, the history of the use of silver in medicine goes back to the 1940s and 1950s when they were treating rheumatoid arthritis with silver, mostly silver injections. And it was great for rheumatoid arthritis, but understand what rheumatoid arthritis is. It's an autoimmune disease. So silver, ionic silver is naturally immunosuppressive. It actually damages the immune system. And oh. so for rheumatoid arthritis patients, it was great. But for healthy people, that, that was a bad idea to take internal silver. Now, I've always loved topical silver. In fact, uh, my kids uh, had molluscum. Uh, if you've ever seen molluscum, it's like a childhood virus. It forms papules on the skin. Uh, it's highly contagious. So you have one kid in the neighborhood that's the molluscum kid, and then everybody oh, gets no. molluscum. So uh, I, I love topical silver for treating molluscum. It's an antiviral, antibacterial. Uh, it was great topically. I was never a fan of internal silver. 
Uh, but that's because I understand that ionic silver, where it's just silver atoms, can get into the cells and cause all sorts of damage. And like I say, can be immunosuppressive. Right. Uh, so most silver products out there are just that, ionic silver. And I'm just not a fan internally, just topically. So uh, about maybe 15, 20 years ago, people started studying uh, silver nanostructures uh, where you have these silver, uh, basically spheres, seven to 10 nanometers is the secret size. That's the size that <laughs> will not damage human cells, but okay. just wreaks virus, just, just havoc on viruses, bacteria, parasites, fungus. Uh, so that's the, the magic people are aiming for seven to 10 nanometer spheres of silver. The problem is everyone else that's making these nanospheres they don't protect the spheres, so they break down and eventually become ionic. And you can see that most silver products you'll see darken over time as they become ionic and they get light struck. Uh, people know this. Uh, if you remember, photographic paper was basically silver that you would put light on and it would darken. Yeah. And so, you know, silver darkens over time. And that was what's happening with those other products. So this particular formulation is brilliant because... When the and we don't make this in house, this actually comes from a leading researcher on silver products. They make the nanospheres, the seven to 10 nanometer spheres, and then they run an electric charge through it that puts a single coating of silver oxide around the spheres that protects the spheres. And we have a picture of this on the website. They're little tetrahedron of silver oxide, silver surrounded by oxide, little pyramids around uh, the nanospheres that protect it from ionization. So they don't ionize, they stay at that seven to 10 nanometers, uh, incredibly stable and incredibly safe. Uh, and so they uh, basically are anti naturally antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal, antiparasitic without damaging healthy cells. Um, wow. Very, very, very cool technology. And what I try to say is where you, the zeolite is taking out toxins, heavy metals, taking out all the non-living stuff from your body that doesn't belong there. The silver is taking out all the living stuff that doesn't belong there. You know, so as a one-two punch, the uh, cell defender and the nano silver, just a great way to, to get everything out of the body that doesn't belong. <laughs> I'm just showing showing the people in, in YouTube land. If you haven't jumped over already, you idiots. Anyway. Now, we do have the silver available as an oral spray, so that's systemic, but you're spraying it on your face, which is good. We also just launched a few months ago a topical gel. So we have oh. a silver and a gel suspension. Uh, so we have uh, both available. So I think might... I know what my nighttime routine is going to be, Rick. I'm going to be slathering that all over my face. I'm just saying. I love this stuff so much. Okay, so now this one, Cell Defender, because you just touched on it. I do 10 drops in the morning, 10 at night. The very first time I did it, my body tested for 30 drops. And so I gave myself 30 drops. And, and I do have a question. I want you to, to explain a little bit more about the Cell Defender. But um, I'm curious, because the question has come up for me, um, is there any way that you can have, like, uh, cleansing reactions from doing all these things? Like the body yeah, that, going That's into a really great question. Okay, so the Zeal is really safe. It's very passive. Uh, it loves... Because of the pore size, if you actually looked at the cubic structure of the ZLA cage, you'll see that it has repeating pores that are eight-sided and ten-sided rings. Uh, and if you did space-filling model of it, which I've done before, and I, I think there's uh, some online uh, that show the space-filling models I've done, 
Two opposite sides of the cage have small pores and big pores. Two opposite sides only have small pores and two opposite sides have no pores at all. They're just flat. If you look at what can and cannot fit into the zeolite cage, the smaller the metal and the higher the charge, the greater the affinity for the zeolite. Okay. I'll say it one more time. Smaller the metal, higher the charge, the greater the affinity. So when you start looking at what's bad for us, all the stuff that's bad for us tends to be small and highly charged. That's mercury, lead, cadmium, arsenic, tin, bismuth, aluminum, antimony. Just gets sucked up into the zeolite, has high affinity, and gets washed out of the body. All the stuff that's good for us, calcium, magnesium, phosphorus, sodium, potassium, tends to be larger with a lower charge and doesn't really like the zeolite. Doesn't huh. get pulled in. So it pulls in all that bad stuff. Oop. What just happened? Oh, that was weird. Um, all the stuff, I, I just, my screen just went to something else. Oh, it's good. Um, it's rendering. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it takes out all the bad stuff and all the good stuff. And then on the two sides of the, the cage that don't have pores at all, that actually forms a negative charge layer that attracts volatile organic compounds like benzene, toluene, dioxin, uh, dichlorobenzene, furans, phthalates. And we've done clinical studies that we've shown the zeolite pulling out those volatile organics that don't fit inside the cage, but get mm. adsorbed to the outside of the cage. Very, very, very efficient. That's okay? amazing. So all that being said, I usually recommend to most people to start with 10 drops four times a day, what we call the detox dose. 10 drops four times a day. Uh, do that for the first month, and then you can lower it to 10 drops twice a day, which is the maintenance dose. And then okay. you want to repeat that detox dose every six to 12 months to kind of clear yourself out again. The one issue is that it can lead to mild dehydration because, believe it or not, heavy metals are electrolytes. They're not good yes. electrolytes, but they That's are charged particles that have, have help the body hold on a liquid. So as you start ridding your body of mercury and lead and cadmium, you're actually losing water along with those. So you huh. want to make sure that you're rehydrating, that you're drinking plenty of water while you're detoxing. So when people tell me, when people tell me that they have side effects from my product, the greatest thing is going to be muscle cramping, uh, 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 dehydration, lower back pain associated with kidney pain, headaches. All of that is just dehydration. So if you're drinking plenty of water, you usually have no issues. But here's the but and the answer to your question. There are people that are highly toxic. And when they start using the zeolite, those toxins start coming out. So, so understand how the body deals with toxins, because I, I got to take a step back. And I've actually done master classes on this. And I, I wrote a book back in 2008 called Invisible Killers. It was all about the toxin environment, how they get into your body, how the body deals with those toxins. And I want to sign copy. We'll trade books. <laughs> yeah. So. Great. So yeah, it's called Invisible Killers. I co-authored it with Dr. Stuart Lonke. He's a pulmonologist in Los Angeles. So you can imagine a lung doctor in LA. How busy is this guy? You right. Know? So, um, but when your body gets toxins in it, we are really good at transforming those toxins and ridding ourselves of those. But our exposure is higher than our ability to excrete. So over time, the body starts to sequester those toxins and usually metabolically inner tissue, like fat and bone. Uh, so our body is hiding all those toxins in fat, in bone, sometimes in muscle, uh, through sequestration that increases what we call our body burden of toxins. 
Now, the problem is it's really, really, really hard to find out what your body burden is because the body's holding on to it. You're, you're pulling this out of my head. I'm like, well, yeah. how would you know? <laughs> you know? There's only actually one way to really know your body burden, and that's cremation. And you can only do it once. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't, no, thank I don't you, Rick. <laughs> so, and they have done this where they've cremated bodies and then measured toxins in the body, volatile organics as they come off, and then metals that are, are left. So we can see actually, uh, there's lots of studies that show in different regions of the world, like what heavy metals are out there and, and what body burn is. Now, some people can do uh, challenge studies and they do chelation challenge studies to look at urinary excretion and, and uh, hair excretion of metals to see what someone's body burden is. But all of us have a body burden of toxins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Most of those toxins are held in the tissue through something called disulfide bonds, where two sulfurs bind together and hold onto that toxin. And so there is ways to reduce those disulfide bonds to release those toxins. When you take the zeolite and it's removing toxins in circulation in the blood, in the lymph, it creates something called a concentration gradient. You have less toxins in circulation. So the body starts to release toxins that are sequestered, that are in the fat, in the bone uh, over time. So as it uh, does that. How does it release it? I mean, there's obviously one way we know of, but will it actually go through your pores? Will you, you know, maybe- No, no I'm part of it releasing it into circulation, into the blood. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so from being sequestered in the bone and in the, in the fat, when you have less in the blood, there's, there's a chemical principle called Le Chatelier's principle. It's basically homeostasis, it's balance. The body's always looking for balance. So when you start mm -hmm. taking those toxins out of the blood and out of the lymph, it's, there's a concentration gradient. There's less in the blood and the lymph and more in the tissue. The tissue will release it, start to release it into circulation, which is why you continue to use the product. Keep taking the product, okay. keep clearing out the circulating toxins. But there are people that are highly toxic. And yeah. if you're highly toxic with a high body burden, you start using the zeolite and removing those toxins, the body gets thrilled. It goes, wow. You're getting rid of these toxins and it just starts releasing them all at once. Interesting. So this, Gosh, is, this is only about one in a thousand people, about one tenth of one percent okay. will have a reaction when they take the zeolite. And it's basically some people call it a wasting syndrome or a detox crisis. And it's basically just the body releasing toxins too fast. So, well, yeah, I've, I've done cleanses before where that has happened and, Rick, I don't think you know my backstory. I'm just going to tell you just a teensy bit. I mean, I wish yeah. this had been around 15 years ago. Um, I just had my 15-year new life anniversary. I was in India during the terrorist attacks, and I got shot point-blank range. Um, shrapnel still in my right leg. Uh, told I would never walk again. Um, you know, tell me anything, and I will show you you're wrong. <laughs> you know, I was going to walk again. I had to close down my, my clinic. I had a... a um, healthcare clinic, shut that down, marriage fell apart, all this stuff. And then on top of it all, my hair starts falling out. And I discovered that I have heavy metal poisoning from the shrapnel in my leg. Yep. So I tried all these cleanses you know, and, and out of my right tricep, my tricep was shot out and my right femur was shattered and I had one graze my neck. So I'm very lucky to be here. I mean, that's why I choose happiness every day, y'all, because <laughs> you could choose cranky pants, too. But I'm always looking for, you know, ways to better myself and all that. So I did these cleanses. I had a lot of 
I guess I was cleansing too quickly, like what you just had said. And it was actually supervised over four months. And it took almost a year before my hair started to grow back again. You know, I mean, I, I, I had shrapnel coming through my leg. <laughs> Uh, I wish, I wish, you know, it's like Mandu. I wish Mandu had been around at the time because I couldn't work out. I was stuck in a chair for two years. And, um, and then I went on to run the Boston Marathon. That's my second book. But anyway, I digress again. Uh, so I wanted to, add, I wanted, I mean, that was 1% you're saying, or probably less than 1% would actually. Yeah, about one tenth of 1%. Because this stuff it's is kind of funny because there are groups <laughs> of distributors that tend to attract these people, these highly toxic people. And so uh, there's like one or two people that say like everybody they bring it to has this, but they're, they're going to highly toxic people that were like in war zones. So they were exposed to like depleted uranium, uh, people that work in factories that are inner cities and they, they have a lot of toxic exposure, uh, but it's not just that is that there are people that are just, uh, they just don't sequester well. And so the body's huh. trying to get rid of these toxins as quickly as possible. So when that happens, you can have flu-like symptoms, chronic fatigue, uh, and these I was are getting a headache, a detox so thought, crisis. So yeah. at this point, you have two choices. You can either keep taking a big dose and try to get it out as fast as possible. It's going to be uncomfortable, but you will get through it. But mm -hmm. it's uncomfortable. Most people elect to do the second choice, which is lower your dose dramatically one or two drops at a time, maybe just put a few drops in a bottle of water and drink that bottle of water throughout the day. Just a very low dose. But I got to tell you, the worst possible thing you can do is stop taking the product. Yeah. Because what you've done now is you've released all these toxins, they're in circulation, and now they're in circulation. And I can't tell you how many people say, I took your product and it made me sick. I stopped taking your product. I've been sick for weeks. Yes. Because now all those toxins are circulating. They've got to sure. re-sequester, which is going to take time. And so you definitely have to keep taking the product. The worst possible thing you can do is stop taking Stay the, the product. Stay the path, y'all. Stay yeah. the path. Yeah. So you got to keep taking the product, even if you just take one or two drops in a bottle of water and drink it through the day and just raise the dose slowly over time with the goal to try to get to that 10 drops twice a day. Uh, but I, I got to tell you, it, it, you're going to feel better. And those people that do have those toxic reactions are the people that absolutely need to take the product right, right. and you have to keep taking it and, and clear out. And they're going to be the ones that have the best stories to tell uh, once they get through it. Well, you know, I was, like I said, researching. And what I found so fascinating is you didn't start out with people. You started out with dogs and horses. Well, I, not just me, but the, the, the research does go back hundreds of years. And in the United States, most of the research was in animals because this went in animal feed and it went in animal feed ah. mostly for the prevention of aflatoxicosis, which I, I don't know if you understand what that is, but uh, no. aflatoxicosis, uh, basically nuts and beans can get bacteria on it and, and, right. and, uh, and can be infected and get fungus on it. So there's two types of fungus, Aspergillus parasiticus and Aspergillus flavus, and they make a toxin, a neurotoxin called aflatoxin which can actually go into the liver and damage the liver. So some people can eat, and, and this is actually very common in Indian food, where they have nuts and beans that can have aflatoxins in them. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of funny because you have tourists who go to India and get aflatoxicosis, and the people sitting right next to them don't get it. Right. And the reason is the spicy food kills the fungus that causes aflatoxicosis. So oh. native Indians are eating the hot, spicy foods are fine. 
And then the Americans, the tourists that can't handle the spiciness, say, oh, I don't want it spicy, wind up with aflatoxicosis because this, they don't, they're not eating the hot foods, they're killing the fungus. So, uh, so this is something very common. We see this also in uh, people that eat oysters, like raw, raw oysters. The people mm. that put like the Tabasco on it are killing everything there that could hurt them. The oh. people that eat the raw oysters without the Tabasco uh, get sick because right. they're not using that, that heat that's killing. So one of the great things about spicy food is it tends to kill things that are bad for us. Um, so all that being said, some of the original research was in prevention of aflatoxin poisoning in animals by using the zeolite. And it was incredibly effective. But my favorite animal study was done in the late 70s and early 80s. Farmers were concerned because they knew that the zeolite would remove toxins and heavy metals and re reduce risk of aflatoxicosis. But they said, well, it's removing all the stuff. Will it remove good stuff? Will it also remove like calcium, magnesium? Will it lower the nutritional status of the animals? So they did these huge studies in ruminants, goats, cows, and sheep. And they, half the animals got the zeolite with their feed and half didn't. And the amazing thing is that not only did it not lower the nutritional status, the animals getting zeolite, it actually increased the nutritional huh. status of those animals. Wow. So what they, they found is that the zeolite became a nutritional enabler <clears throat> by removing toxins and heavy metals that were competing for absorption for these animals. It actually allowed them to absorb more of the good stuff, more mm -hmm. magnesium, more calcium, more, more phosphorus, more sodium. So, uh, so it became a nutritional enabler where those animals were basically healthier because of the zeolite. Wow. So we know it doesn't take out the good stuff. It actually gets you more of the good stuff from your diet, and it actually makes your other supplements more valuable. You get better value from the food you're eating and from the supplements you're taking. I love it. And I am uh, in my next order, y'all. I ordered the vitamins or the supplements for my cats. My mother has a 13-year-old cat, and I have a 13-year-old cat. Unfortunately, they do not like each other. But... We, we actually just uh, just uh, uh, stopped selling those. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's not going to come to me then. Oh, no. no. Okay. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. <clears throat> so we couldn't get a consistent product. So we're actually reformulating uh, the okay. pet products. So we had the Cell Defender for dogs and cats and the Plus Relief for dogs and cats. You can actually use the Plus Relief for humans and your animals. You can actually use the Cell Defender in your animals. You can put a couple okay. drops in a water dish. You can put well, it in a Okay. That's fine. I'm, and, and they I'm can get do the that. same benefit that you're getting. But we are going to come out with uh, companion animal specific products shortly. But we, we're, we're reformulating those now. Yeah. So stay tuned, y'all. I'm yeah. a futurist. <laughs> All right. Can you talk a little bit about this product? Zimmunity. Zimmunity. Yeah. I've done a lot of mushroom stuff. So you're going to have I've to say. I've been a mushroom fan forever. Uh, I, 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 this goes back to the agaricus research done in the early 80s. Uh, so um, it's kind of funny because agaricus blazii is a mushroom. And in Asia, it's a staple. It's like all over Japan, everywhere you go, agaricus blazii. But I go in America and I say, you guys use agaricus. They look at me like I'm nuts. <laughs> you know, so uh, so I, I'll just take a step back, just talk about agaricus first, then I'll talk about the mushrooms and zimmunity. So um, in the late 70s, the, the researchers out of Tokyo were actually mapping out disease around the world. They were trying to find were there places in the world that had more or less risk of certain diseases, especially cancers. Uh, and they were looking for environmental factors. They were looking for biologic factors, genetic factors. And something that really struck them is in the middle of Brazil, 
right near Sao Paulo, Brazil, there mm. was this blank spot where no one seemed to get cancer. Huh. And it was an aberration. It was a, a, a data aberration. How is this possible? So all these researchers started looking at this Piedad region of Brazil to try and find out how come no one was getting cancer. And they thought at first it was going to be genetic. There's some genetic factors that people just don't get cancer and why. But they found that people that moved to the area had the benefit and people that moved away lost the benefit. So now it's not genetic. It's got to be some environmental factor. Right. So they start looking, looking, looking. And they find that there's this mushroom, this local mushroom, Agaricus blasii, that is a staple in their diet. They eat it. They make sandwiches out of it. They make tea out of it. They make medicine out of it. This is just part of their diet in this region of Brazil. And so they start looking at it, and the mushroom uh, had lots of antioxidants and all these great properties, but it was also incredibly high in a compound called 1316-beta-glucan, which is a starch-like compound that the immune system uses to communicate. It's a, it's a signaling molecule. So it's, okay. it's the best thing I can, the best example I can give is imagine that everyone in your army has a state-of-the-art walkie-talkie. And every soldier can communicate with every other soldier and make every, all their plans known and all their all their huh. movements known. This is the way the immune system communicates with 1316-beta-glucan. And this particular mushroom and other mushrooms are incredibly high in that one compound. Wow. And so you just have better immune system reactivity. Not overactive, not hyperactive, not suppressed, just modulated. So we call that an immunomodulator. It allows the immune system to work properly. And so that they've done tons of studies in the Zygaricus blasii. The real sad part of it, though, is that that region where the mushroom originally grew doesn't exist anymore. Oh, I was just getting ready to ask you where you were getting it from. I was going, yeah, so it was the, Brazil part of this? But I guess not. No, the, basically the city of Sao Paulo had such urban sprawl through the 80s. It wiped out that Piedad region where the mushroom was growing. So luckily, researchers in Japan, researchers in the United States had samples of that mushroom that they could grow. So now there's a lot of different subspecies of the Agaricus blasii. So we actually get ours from a facility in Carson City, Nevada, that has caves that they have miles of caves that they grow these mushrooms. Huh. But they don't just grow the Agaricus because there's other mushrooms. There's uh, there's uh, you know Ganodermocytum, there's reishi, there's uh, maitake that all have other great compounds. They mm -hmm. have these antioxidants, but they also have 1316-beta-glucan. So they grow all these mushrooms, but the exciting part is how they grow them. If you understand, when we get compounds, beneficial biologic compounds from fungus, from plants, most of the good compounds actually come as a result of stress. When you apply stress to that plant or stress huh. to the fungus, they make all these protective compounds in response to the stress. So, so, so if we stress a plant, if we make, make it go through frost or make it go through, uh, through drought, they make more and more of these beneficial compounds. So they grow these mushrooms in competition with each other. We make the mushrooms fight it out. And when they do, they have higher and higher and higher levels of antioxidants huh. of beta-glucans. It's actually a brilliant way to grow these mushrooms. Who knew? Uh, and so we actually mushrooms have- Mushrooms are competitive, y'all. Did you know? We learned it here first. <laughs> so, so the compounds, we call it IAS, Immune Assist Supreme, uh, which is this great blend of seven mushrooms 
uh, that basically modulate the immune system to be as effective as it possibly can uh, in a safe version. So if you have transplants, if you have autoimmune disease, it's still safe to take this product because they're immunomodulators, not immunoexciting, uh, not immunosuppressive. Uh, and then we also have myzeolite. We have the, the activated micronyzeolite is one of yep. the ingredients. So it's seven mushrooms plus myzeolite in this great product that just allows your immune system to work at its peak. It's fine because everything has a zeolite in it. Okay, there's just well, every, there's yeah, all of our products except the Plus Relief, the Cobra Venom products, and the Nano okay. Silver. All okay. the other products do have the zeolite in it. All right. Um, we might have to have you back on the podcast. I'm not sure because it's a lot of information. <laughs> I'm going to be listening over and over again um, just so that I don't sound stupid when I'm selling your products. Just saying. Um, well, we warn okay. people against analysis paralysis. You know, we need a great product you need to share with people. Don't spend so much time uh, analyzing. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everything I know. All this information is available on our website. I've mm -hmm. done master classes. I've done webinars. There's white papers available. So there's all this stuff is available that you can share with people. Yeah, I might get you down here into one of the hotels to do it. To do it. To do it. It's my pleasure. Thing. Thing would be I do a lot fantastic. of lectures. I do uh, continue education courses for physicians. I've been doing that for years. Fantastic. I think everybody needs to know about these products. There's the fiber and then there's a hydration plus that I don't have yet. I cannot wait to get my hands on it because okay. I am a water freak. I have a Kangen water machine. That's a $4,000 water machine. I, I get seven cases of this every six weeks. <laughs> So I drink one of these and then I fill it up with Kangen water because it doesn't have that leaching plastic, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I, I mean, I, I just have all the waters, but I never feel hydrated. I don't care how much I drink. And that's what I think was going on. I was getting headaches when right. I first started using the products. They're gone now, but that's because now I'm drinking another liter of water. Yeah. So I'm hoping the Hydration Plus will help with that. I don't have the product to hold up for you guys, but maybe start with that one. And then let's get to this Avini fiber and we'll, we'll call okay, it a so, podcast. Uh, I, like I said, I, I worked at the Rexall Sun and family of companies. We launched a whole line of sports nutrition back in 1999 called uh, ultimate performance. And the hydration product was by far my favorite product. Uh, we used it with sports teams all over the world, uh, New York Islanders, Toronto Blue Jays, uh, Los Angeles Lakers, a bunch of college teams. Uh, you mean like Gatorade? Parents, what's that? Not like Gatorade. No, no, it's it's a higher end version of. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so it's this rehydration. Got and it. It is the same concept as sports drinks, sports nutrition, sports drinks, uh, and understand what the concept is. So, if you're thirsty and you just drink water, a couple things happen. First, it quenches your thirst right away, long before you're actually rehydrated. So you stop drinking. That's the first mm. problem. Second problem is your blood can't hold on to that water without electrolytes. So right. let's go back to electrolytes. Electrolytes are positively charged ions, they're metals. And because positive charges repel, like charges repel, the more positive charges you have, the net charges in your body, the more your blood will hold on to water because it's trying to separate those charges. Okay. So the more charge you have, the more volume your blood will hold. Okay, so if you don't have electrolytes, you just drink the water, Right away, you start sweating and you have to pee, you have to urinate. And so right away. So the, the wonder of sports drinks, and you, you mentioned Gatorade, is that you can drink this. You have 
electrolytes, the electrolytes hold on. So you don't have to, you don't sweat, you don't urinate, you just rehydrate. And because the ions are salty, you keep drinking. It, you, mm -hmm. you don't quench your thirst. So it lets you drink and drink, drink. So Gatorade was actually first used at the University of Florida, the right. Florida Gators, Gators, which is why mm -hmm. they called it Gatorade. Because, and it was actually named, uh, a fan said, uh, well, you know, they have that, uh, they, you know, those Florida Gators, they have their Gatorade and so right. they can beat everybody. You know? It's brilliant. Somebody <laughs> needs to do a documentary or something. Cause there, there have been, yeah, there've been lots of, them. so when you look at sports drinks, you have to look at the, what happens in each stage. So first you drink the water, you need the water to get, get into the bloodstream. You need electrolytes that hold on to the water. So you don't have to urinate and sweat. And then the next thing you need is carbohydrates because when your muscles are active, you right. use your glycogen stores in the muscles. The muscles become carb starved. They're looking for carbohydrates to replenish. They're looking for energy. So when the carbs go into the muscles to replenish glycogen, carbs are water attracting. They're sponges. They draw the water into the muscle after them. Hmm. So th those are the stages of sports drinks rehydration. Uptake in the blood, the water goes in the bloodstream, electrolytes let you hold on to it, carbs drive it into muscle. Mm. The one thing most hydration drinks ignore, sports drinks ignore, is this concept of osmolality. So osmolality is a measure of solid particles in a liquid. Water will always flow from areas of low osmolality to areas of high osmolality to break up those particles. So the average osmolality of most sports drinks is 280 and higher. The osmolality around our digestive tract is about 250. So if you want the water to get from your stomach into the bloodstream, it has to be lower than 250. Oh. And so I formulated the uh, plus hydration to have an osmolality of around 220. And it's, it's really just a very fancy trick. Instead of using just every carb or every simple sugar, I used mixed maltodextrins, which are long chain starches. So it's all the carbs you need but it's fewer particles, it's lower particles. And so it keeps the osmolality below 250. And the result is when you drink the, the plus hydration, the water doesn't stay in the stomach. It goes immediately into the bloodstream. And I you can love feel it. it. It's actually a really cool feeling. So I, I tell people to test this, go out and get sweaty and get tired and get thirsty and drink a Gatorade. You will feel it hit your stomach and take time to be absorbed. You'll feel it kind of bloat in your stomach and then absorb. Do the same thing. Get sweaty, get tired, get thirsty, and drink the plus hydration. It feels like your body took a drink. It's like, like right away. It feels this like is a game changer, Rick. This it's is a, a game very changer. Cool, it's a very cool feeling. And like I said, this goes back to 1999, the original research. Uh, so we've used it in sports teams all over the world. Uh, the Munich Barons hockey team was the number one hockey team in 2000. Uh, when they won the championship, they skated me out on the ice to thank me for the products <laughs> because they said they only were able to do it because of these great products, including uh, this rehydration drink. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, we, we have lots and lots of research to support how this stuff works. And this is brand new, y'all, like just now on the market, right? I mean, yeah. literally. We just, brought it, we just brought it back, but it's research, like I said, we did 20 years ago. Got it. Okay. Let's end on a fiber note. <laughs> a beanie fiber. And you know, this, I resisted this. Yeah, I resisted really? this. That's I do my no shake brainer. in the morning before I do my workout, you know, and, and then after my workout, well, actually I do the shake right after I work out because that's when my body's craving it. I have a little snack before I work out, you know, higher in carbs than normal. And then I do my protein shake. 
And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to add, I'm just going to try at least a scoop a day to see if this does anything for me. So explain to the people why this Avini fiber is, is the, you, you know, you, you got to have this also. It's also got zeolites in it. I've seen and some nutritional stuff going on as well. What can you say about this here fiber? So let, let's take a step back and say <laughs> fiber really gets a bad rap because everyone thinks about fiber. All they think about is going to the bathroom. Right. They say, we need fiber for digestive motility. We need fiber to go to the bathroom. But think about where you get your fiber. So fiber comes from fruits and vegetables, nuts and beans, from legumes, from whole grains. Different fibers do different things. Fiber doesn't just help you go to the bathroom. If you look at why you eat fruits and vegetables, the fiber from fruits and vegetables, soluble fiber actually lowers cholesterol. It stabilizes yeah. blood sugar. You know, it lowers triglycerides. You know, it, all, it, all these great things can come from fiber if you have the right fiber blend. It's not just about going to the bathroom. And so we, we have this great mix of fiber, we oat fiber, carrot fiber, apple fiber. Uh, we use inulin, which is fructooligosaccharide, which is a probiotic, it actually feeds healthy bacteria in the gut. So that's actually a key in this formula because most people say I can't eat fiber. Even if I eat a bran muffin, I get bloated and gassy and flatulent. Well, that's not the fiber's fault. That's actually bacteria in the gut. It's called fermenting bacteria that eats right. the fiber and produces gas as a side effect. Mm -hmm. By taking the fructooligosaccharide, the inulin, it defeats those fermenting bacteria, it kills them, and it feeds the good bacteria, and it perhaps helps stabilize it. So when you start using this fiber, after a little bit of time, you stop getting bloated and gassy. It, it makes that all get stabilized. Uh, we also put guar gum in it. Guar gum is a swelling fiber. It actually swells up when you eat it. And so uh, when you take this fiber, the best way to take it is about 10 to 15 minutes before meals. So when you take it first, it gives you a nice full feeling so you can tend to eat less, so you can control your diet. That's the first thing. The second thing is once that gel fiber matrix gets formed and goes in the digestive tract, it goes there about the same time as your food. Huh. Your liver produces bile salts and bile acids, which go into the digestive tract to help break down your food. They eventually get reabsorbed back in the liver where they're used to make cholesterol. Oh. So when the bile salts and bile acids go into the gel fiber matrix, they get trapped. They can't, it's a bile acid sequestrant. They can't get back out. And so it lowers cholesterol and triglycerides really, really efficiently, even better than a statin drug and healthier because it doesn't cause liver damage. And then additionally, your food gets trapped too, but your food isn't trying to attach to the gel. It just moves into mm -hmm. and out of the gel fiber matrix. So it delays gastric emptying. You, your food gets absorbed more slowly over a longer period of time. That stabilizes blood sugar and stabilizes energy. I can't tell you how many people, you know, eat lunch and then right after lunch, you get a spike of energy and then you're exhausted. Right. And people work in a, 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 an office. Right around 3.30, 4 o'clock, they're looking for that candy bar in the right desk drawer. They're hoping it's someone's birthday in the break room. They'll be a case, <laughs> you know. They need that extra energy in the afternoon. You sure. take this before lunch, that doesn't happen. It's, it stabilizes blood sugar levels, so you have plenty of energy. You don't have that spike and that crash. And so we have clinical evidence to support lower cholesterol, lower triglycerides, higher, uh, uh, basically higher good cholesterol, HDL. Mm -hmm lower apolipoprotein B, which is a sticky part of cholesterol, which makes it so dangerous. Uh, people lose weight. Uh, they stabilize their blood sugar levels. HbA1c comes down. So all these great things you get from fiber, you get from this product. So we, we do recommend twice a day before your two biggest meals, about 10 to 15 minutes before you eat. It's the healthiest fiber on the planet. We, we uh, flavor it with orange, actually orange peel, 
Uh, That's what that is. With, and we sweeten it with monk fruit. So it's naturally sweet with monk fruit. So just a great product. Uh, I got to say it's, and you know, it, my wife is my, my test subject. She wanted a healthy <laughs> fiber that you could just mix with water and it would taste good and be healthy. And so I, I actually made this as an homage to my wife. <laughs> That's sweet. I love it. How much water do you recommend with that scoop? Uh, well, it's really about taste. Uh, I really want at least eight ounces, but eight to 12 ounces is fine. You find the more water you lose, use, the thinner it's going to be when you mix it. So it's Got all it. about taste. And this would be a great thing for diabetics, I'm sure. Yeah. And like I said, we've got, done studies where we lower postprandial hyperglycemia and we lower HbA1c over time. Uh, we have distributors that had HbA1c's of like 14, 15, come down to five just in a oh. few months in the fiber. Well, alrighty then. That's testimonial in itself. Yeah. Rick, this has been <laughs> quite amazing. My head is full of big words now that I still don't know what they mean, but uh, okay. <laughs> you have that energy <laughs> that uh, it don't matter. Um, and then there's, of course, I have a lot of docs following my Choosing Happiness podcast as well. Um, I believe I shared a couple of them with you. I'm not sure what I sent you, but um, I do appreciate you so much coming on and sharing all your knowledge. And I just want to thank you so much and acknowledge you for what you're creating this wellness in a way that's not only easy, but affordable. I mean, you know, cause the alternatives out there in the world are expensive and they're killing people. So in my interesting point of view, so, Our point is prevention. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Uh, we want people to understand that they, there's things they can do right now to live longer, happier, healthier lives. You know, so I told you, I've written two books, Are You Age-Wise, which is a guide to healthy aging, and then Invisible Killers about toxins in the environment. And Are You Age-Wise is really, really important. I hate the term anti-aging. Because <laughs> the definition of aging is an increasing risk for death with respect to time. In other words, the longer you're alive, the greater chance you're going to die. That's aging. <laughs> but the only anti-aging is death. So I like healthy aging. So everything we're doing is about healthy aging. How can mm -hmm. we stay healthier, happier, longer, better function, better cognitive function, uh, sure. better digestive function? And so it's all about wellness. There's things you can do every day to be healthier and happier and to prevent uh, disease and dysfunction. And that's what we're doing. And the best stories we're going to tell are the ones that didn't happen, the diseases right. that didn't happen. The, they, they, so that's it. You know, we're in the we're in the business of death prevention. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So nobody wants that, Rick. Not at all. Exactly. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll definitely have you back on the podcast if you want to talk about other products that I know are coming up because you're not going to stop. You're like a bulldozer, man. And I'm grateful. So. We have a lot of good stuff. We have a lot of good research. We just want to help as many people as we can. And uh, and this is great. And I, I love the q and I love answering live questions. I said, like, any trained monkey can learn a speech and learn a, uh, and, and learn a presentation. But I love answering live questions and coming back and forth and dealing with Ooh. patients and doing CME courses for doctors. Let people know I actually know what I'm talking about in these products are tried and tested and, and uh, have clinical evidence to support them. Uh, we know they're safe and we know they're effective. I hope somebody does a movie about you one day. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? I used to be in film production. We might be able to make that happen. I don't know. We'll give it a go. So you guys, um, we're going to have all the links below to, to uh, Rick's books, to Avini, of course. Um, I have it as one of my favorite things on my website. I have more information there if you guys want to take a look-see. Um, 
all the things because you know the happiness lady got to cover it all. And if you know of anyone that could benefit from this conversation, it would be a contribution. Please share it with them. If you liked it, hey, hit the subscribe button. Then you'll always know when I'm coming on. I know you will. Okay. Thank you again. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Having you back. And I'll make sure that this link also goes in our WhatsApp feed. What do you know? All right. Until next time, y'all. Ciao, ciao for now. Bye. Thank you so much for choosing happiness. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share, and give us a like. And if you want more happy, subscribe to the Choosing Happiness membership where you can play directly with me, Rudrani Davy, the happiness lady. How does it get any better than that?